Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Work that live from Nakamegado, Japan. This is Magic on the Blacktop, the only NBA podcast where two best friends open a pack of 95-96 upper deck trading cards and they drafted a fantasy basketball team. My name is Peter, and with me, as always, is the Essex assassin, the British bully, the English enigma, Mr. Ian Rudd. Nice to see you, Peter. Nice to see you, too. I, are they your favorite three? No, I, those are the original three. Uh, okay. And then each week from that, we added a new nickname. But I feel like every time I'll start with those. I'm going to be honest. I think those three and the Saruna Skipper. My That's favorites. my favorite. Yeah. The Saruna okay. Skipper is the best. But that was season one. Well, thank you for giving a concise version of it. Well, this was the, this is it. This was the finals. This is the last podcast for season one. Episode 14. Wow. So, um, wow. Can you believe we turned up 14 times to do no. this? <laughs> and two Twitch sessions. Yeah. I can't even say the word. Two Twitch sessions. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's insane to me that we, we saw this through to the end. Yeah. And we had a lot of fun doing it. Well, no, I'm kidding. Of course we did. Of fun yeah, doing we it. had a lot of fun. It was great. Um, shall we, shall I clarify what we're talking about for anyone who's just listening for the first time might help firstly if you're listening for the first time listen to the other ones first yeah, this, go back this, to the yeah, beginning you don't want to you don't want to it's like it's like opening your pres your christmas presents on christmas eve you feel bad afterwards it's worse it's like checking the receipt of what was bought so i've got uh i've i've i feel that like i can both summarize what we've been doing for the last three months impossible and shock you at the same time really okay i'm I'm ready to be shocked. Uh, eight days ago, I posted on Reddit. You did? I did because I we didn't go viral. <laughs> I'm sad to say. What? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was shocked too. But I posted the following on Reddit, and I, I just wanted people's opinions on what we've done, and basically, people who aren't your friends to say who's got the better team out of me. <laughs> so it was a little one-sided. <laughs> anyway, here we go. Calling all '90s NBA connoisseurs, your opinions, please. Three months ago. I bought a pack of unopened 95-96 upper deck trading cards. Since then, my friend and I have met up once a week to open to each open a pack, reminisce down memory lane a bit, and then finally draft one of the pack's players into our respective ultimate 90s teams. Once both rosters are full, 12 spots, we would then simulate a full final series on the PlayStation's NBA Live 2001. We chose this because the SNES 95-96 games were just too painful to watch. Mm. It was really just a bit of fun and something to look forward to each Saturday since going out was no longer an option. Without really knowing what we were getting into, we recorded each pack opening as a, and released it as a podcast. Last week was week 12, so the rosters are now complete and we'll record one final wrap episode tomorrow. I would love to talk about the general Reddit consensus of who has the better team, which are as follows. Are you ready? Yes. Pete's Kansas Blockers. I'm going to do the starting five first. Jason Kidd, Clyde Drexler, Detlef Schrempf, Carl Malone, Shaquille O'Neal on the bench. Damon Stoudemire, Michael Finley, Dan Marley, Charles Barkley, Dikimbi Matombo, Sean Kemp, and Vin Baker. My team, Ian's yep. Essex Jammers, Joe Dumas, Michael Jordan, Dennis Rodman, Kevin Garnett, Hakeem Olajuwon. <sighs> On the bench, Tim Hardaway, Reggie Miller, Glenn Robinson, Chris Webber, Robert Parrish, Vlade Divac, Dennis Scott. I'd really love to hear people's opinions on who they think would win this matchup and why. One thing to note, we were looking at each player in their prime, not in their 95-96 season, where Robert Parrish was probably already 47 years old. <laughs> 
if anyone is interested in listening to the actual podcast, we have it here, and here's the link. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I posted. Okay, that I think was, that sums it up quite well. It uh, does. Anything else to add? We well, couldn't have the same player on each team. Yeah, the, there, there's the rules that we can't draft the same player. So, like you said, if you have Michael Jordan, I can't also get him in a future episode. I didn't like the beginning where you said I bought a pack of <laughs> box of cards. Well, I did. Pretty sure you we. Paid, you paid me. <laughs> I found them. I take great umbrage <laughs> with that. But uh, okay. okay, what did these idiots at Reddit would seem it, to think? Would it would it would your umbrage be less egregious if I was to go on and edit it now, eight days later, when I'd no one's prefer, gonna look at it? Yeah. Okay. But I think that well, I'm curious. I they're not I, I'm a Redditor myself, so I'm assuming Okay, I'm gonna read through the there's twenty one comments. Unbelievable. Some are more constructive than others. <laughs> um okay, let's see. Uh it's 2020. <laughs> fair point. That's fair. Well made. Um, Alonzo Morning should have been picked, but Ian for sure. I said, he didn't come up in the packs. I'd have gladly taken him. Oh, I didn't read that you had backs. <laughs> okay. This so. is what we're dealing with. Um, okay, next one. I'm reading these in order, by the way. No, no bias or whatever. I'm not cherry oh, sure, sure, picking. Sure. Ian's defensive starting five, though. Jesus Christ. He's right. And I replied, Dennis Rodman came up in my final pack and I couldn't have been happier. Can't lose if the other team can't score. And he said, or get any rebounds. Rodman dominated the boards. It's kind of incredible. Next. Ian's team looks stacked, to say the least. Ian by 100. Someone else followed that up with, in the first half. (laughs) Take it up with the Red your community. Pete's got Barkley coming off the bench. Lol. Okay, buddy. All right. I think he was just saying that's how strong your team is. If you, I don't think he was like because you, obviously you'd have Carmelo ahead of Barkley. Apparently not, according I think to this he was wizard. Like, MJ and Hakeem is a '90s wet dream, but the rest of the roster is a little uneven with no real playmaker. Right, Joe Dumas um, hmm. and athleticism in the wings. I'd take Pete's by a Nat's whisker. A Nat's whisker. How yeah. about that? Uh, I think Team Pete wins this. Rodman as small forward would be a disaster on offense, even in the '90s. Someone replied, yes, but whoever he's guarding will be a disaster on offense too, as Rodman will rebound all of his misses. <laughs> Next one. Pretty nice, though. I need Gle- uh, Pretty nice, though. I need Glenn Rice, Eddie Jones, and Jamal Mushburn. I say Glenn Rice did actually, uh, didn't actually come up in any of the packs, unfortunately. However, Eddie Jones did, and I think it was in the same pack as Reggie Miller, so we didn't pick him. Yeah. And Jamal Mushburn was in the same pack as Carl Malone, so we're not going to pick him. Again, most of these people didn't realize, read the thing yeah, about th- the packs. That's fine, yeah. Um, I don't think we knew the rules, so... Okay, uh, a couple more. Even not counting the MJ-Hakim combo, there is a lot of versatility across Ian's roster. You can combine everyone and every play style imaginable, adapt to any opposition lineup, or dictate anything they want. They even have great outside shooting, considering the 90s. It really is an amazingly built roster. Okay. I think they I like definitely this guy. didn't read it. I like it. this guy. Is that just your account? <laughs> no, no, I'm, you? I'm, I'm Okay, ready? Uh, yeah. I really like this guy. This was a great idea. I have to imagine you guys had a lot of fun with this. There's a card shop around my way that still sells 90s packs for cheap, and I'll buy a couple of years just for the thrill of opening them, and then I have no idea what I'm doing with them after. I'd probably go with the Jammers. Nice NBA Live homage with the Jammers and the Blockers, by the way. Hey, he knows his stuff. Too bad no one pulled David Robinson, though. And I said, yeah, thank you. It's a lot of fun. I think Robinson, Ewing, Pippin, Hill, and Peyton were the biggest omissions. Hard to believe that none of them came up in 240 cards. Did you even include the packs that we had the the one terrible episode where we had to oh yeah 260 yeah 60 oh my and finally last one ian's essex jammers hands down has a plus defense and offense uh, so i yeah 
Again, not hey, not cherry picked. Nothing was cherry picked. Well, I think that one thing that these, if should they ever listen to the show and they've made it this far, they'll know that really your team came together. I'd say in the last month. I didn't have a forward. I, yeah. uh, Dennis Scott was my sole forward for nine weeks. It was maybe more. <laughs> so, and I mean, like, and I do think that it. You know, I think I was arguing with you one night. It was like three a.m. And I was I was saying like, well, it's just not fair that you got some guy at like week eleven, and you and you know that was my logic of saying I was winning this far, and you're like, it's random. Hey, we it's we opened packs. It's a marathon, not a sprint. And I was very lucky because I got Chris. I I went from having no power forwards to getting Chris Weber and KG. Yeah. And then, but a couple of weeks before that, I guess they were, both power forwards were kind of a run because I remember you got you got three really good power forwards. You had. Barkley, Sean Kemp, and then Carl Malone after that. I Technically, like... the Kemp one was week six. And then Barkley seven, I think. No, Barkley and uh, the other guys came out a little bit later. Oh, really? In like the, the, the series two packs. It was like after Shaq. Okay. But MJ and Kemp were the two. And if I could go back in time, that was my one big draft mistake because we didn't know... Kemp over Mullen? Yeah, for sure. Well, you uh, we've said it before. You Your team did lack... Because I, although he didn't start or anything like that, if I needed a three-point threat coming off the bench, Dennis Scott potentially could do it if I let him see the floor. Or Reggie Miller had of course that he in them, and you need that just that one guy who doesn't do much else. I mean, Reggie did a lot of stuff, but he was known for shooting mainly. Your sh- mm. your team had a lot of amazing players. You yeah, the best center in the game. You had a lot of it, but I feel like you didn't have that one guy who you could just rely on to hit threes. Marley would hoist them. <laughs> He sure would, but he and might uh, not make him any but of them. I think that yeah, Mullen would have been, and also we were. I mean, obviously, we were just doing this for fun, right? Yeah, we didn't even do any research before we started opening but the packs. Absolutely not. Obviously, <laughs> so we didn't really account for the fact that small forward was and shooting guard was so insanely uh, weak. In Slim its picking. Well, well, shooting guards, you had like five. Five Four total. or five insanely good ones, and mm. then it dropped off massively. Shooting guards. You mean you said that twice? Sorry, small forwards. Yeah, there's four or five good ones. There's Pippin, Grant Hill. Then after that, it's. You even had to technically put Rodman there through kind of, not in like he did play small forward, but like uh, he's the Pistons early yeah. in his career. Yeah. So it was really tough, and I was putting Marley, who's a shooting guard, in in small yeah. forward, and Detlef, he's probably a small forward, but like, man, it was it was really hard, and if I had a Hall of Famer show up. But at the time, I had only Vin Baker. And I was steaming because you opened Michael Jordan, and I was thinking Kemp was better than he was. And uh, it didn't come to light until later when I was checking the stats. Kemp, what, not so good. What a fraud. Why is, yeah. why is he this beacon of... Because he dunked hard? Is that I, it? He did the cool... Yeah, the he point pointed the, at the, the, the guy, guy he knocked over. Yeah, um, so, but anyway... That's really insightful that these <laughs> these guys chose the jam. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, that is really cool. I think that that my friends had some good points. I think these guys had some less good points, but but I think overall though, we had a few cards where literally we had a few. I, I think the worst player overall is probably Dennis Scott, and he's a good player. He's great. There, we we got extremely lucky because there were weeks where there was literally one good player. If we hadn't have that had that, it would have been some obscure. Uh, Terry Dahir or, yeah. or, or Hay- Hayward Workman. We learned a lot of good things. As well. We did. We, we, we learned learn that Hayward Workman is now a referee. <laughs> yep. And so, with that in mind, mm. we we decided that the best way to simulate who would actually win would be a god awful video game from twenty years ago. In hindsight, yes, you chose that game. Well, you chose that game because it's 
you you had good reasons for choosing that game. Let's go over the hindsight at the end of the episode. Is okay. That okay. Yeah. Like what we learned, what we would do differently. But after. can I? But can I just say why you chose that that one game? At that particular choice, I tried about twenty different ones. This one did have Barkley, it did have Miller, and it did have MJ. You put more effort into finding those games than anything I've ever seen you put. <laughs> <laughs> you sent me a video of trying out the SNES ninety five ninety six. I tried out so many games. Uh, it was in one of them. T Mac had ninety one points at I, halftime. I like was, I like the one where they just stood on the three point line for. 23 of the 24 seconds. I don't think there was a shot clock in that game. I think they just let him play. It was tough, but we yeah. fe- we this one kind of for me it, it best represented, you know, 90s basketball yeah. kind of like nostalgia and it, and you you could edit the rosters, which is a big thing. That was huge. I could edit the rosters. And you did a little bit of research and it was the only game. The only one with Charles Barkley and Reggie Miller both in it. Famously, they don't agree to being even now Charles Barkley and Reggie Miller are not in the newest NBA Live 2K. They or NBA 2K series, yeah. NBA Sorry, yeah. Live, I don't think exists live. anymore. <laughs> yeah, live is... But, okay. yeah, that's why we chose it, and it was fun. It was an awesome experience, and we're ready to share some of the results. So uh, let's talk about the games. So let's just clarify. Two weeks ago, we played the first four games of the series. That's correct. Today, we finished the series off. Yes. So it's all done. It's we, all done. We know the results. We know what happened. We know... All of it. So now, from now, are we going to talk about each game? What we're going to do is we're going to start at game one, and we're going to talk about any statistical trend or, or amusing fact, go through each quarter, and then go over the final score and your thoughts. Now, I'm, I am I did some research. I went back from two weeks ago, and I looked at some of the things to check like what happened. I'm going to just ask you, what do you remember of game one? I'm... I will get straight to that question in one second. I just yeah. want to. I just want to clarify one thing, if, if if you don't mind. Go ahead. I just want to say. So, we played full forty-eight minute. We simulated. We didn't play the games. We weren't controlling it. We let the computers do everything. We couldn't even control the subs. We just put the roster. Pete very spent a lot of time putting the rosters in there, and we let the computers simulate. So we, yeah, we couldn't do anything. We couldn't call timeouts. <laughs> we could only screen. You could edit the starting five. That was about it, right? Through much trial and error. And like I said, we actually streamed this live. And thank you for the people who tuned in and listened. But if you if you want to check it out, it's not Magic on the Blacktop. It's Premiere 2, spelled P-R-E-M-I-E-R-T-W-O, on Twitch. You can look now. These videos are all on there. Um, and we're going to talk about each of the games. And no. they'll be on YouTube as soon as I figure out how to do that. Okay. Because I, I got the Premiere 2 YouTube channel. Okay. Like I, I secured its name. Brilliant. So I just, and I, I got the Adobe things to like edit things. It shouldn't be that hard, but uh, I'm still learning. And so I look forward to, because the games are going to disappear in three days. Yeah. It's cool. We didn't call it Magic on the Blacktop because we, we, we might do some other things with it as well. Yeah. I think that Premiere 2, we, Ian and I, if you don't know, Premiere 1 is our favorite little Izakaya watering hole bar in all of Japan. So. With no further delay, game one was played in Essex, in the heart of enemy territory. Yeah, sorry about that. Sorry about the uh, damage to the bus. Yeah, I'm the, not uh, even sure some of the... Did Ben Baker even make it to the arena? He's, I think he's dead, isn't he? I haven't seen him. <laughs> I didn't see him in the uh, games back Spoiler, in Spoiler, he never even showed up. <laughs> uh, yeah, a, no, we are very hospi- hospitable in Essex. We took good care of you. Yeah, it was. That's a, how we welcome people. We steal the tires off their bus. <laughs> we set them on fire. Throw bottles on their court <laughs> yeah. when they're playing. It was a rowdy, exciting game. It was. I, I think there was some nerves from the Kansas blockers, oh, some jitters. So but you're, you're going to ask me what happened in that game. So yeah, don't give the final result. Was but two weeks away. Uh, two weeks ago. Sorry, this was two weeks ago. Yes. And game one. You don't mean to say who won? No. I know. I remember who won. I know you remember who won. Uh, but like, I you, don't, any major themes or no? I don't remember too many individual things that happened in the game. I or actually, I remember Robman had a good game. 
Yes, he did. I mean, Rodman, surprisingly, had a great offensive game. He did. Um, he put, got a lot of putbacks. He had something like 19 rebounds, something insane. Although he averaged that, didn't he? <laughs> that <was laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he did. He, he did it. He, he was, was the rebounding master. Um, I remember Rodman had a good game. I remember uh, Jordan didn't really do that much. Correct. I was, uh, yeah. And it was Robert Parrish off the bench who came, came in and just the chief said, all right, lads, I can let me steady the ship a little bit, a bit of nerves. And he just took the game on his shoulders. And uh, I think that Parrish and... Robin were my best two players. You think that Parrish and Robin? I think. Well, I think they, considering what I was expecting from them, absolutely. So it's interesting. I'm going to spoil one part. You got the stats. I got. I got some some stats. I I was just kind of half. I don't know why, but I I thought it's hard to describe a game that's already been played like interestingly. Mm. So we're not going to succeed in that. But I'll try my best. Okay. If you told me Mm. that Jordan would only have 13 points in the game. I'd like the Kansas blockers' chance. That's a good defensive effort. It was. We shut them down. So after one quarter, Kansas was trailing by four, 25 to 29. The Jammers took an early lead, and it was a pretty balanced attack. From Jordan had seven points, and Kevin Garnett had a quick 10. Shaq led all scores with 11. However, defense did was, I'd say, the main... Um, how would I describe it? That was the... The showcase, that was it. 9 for 22 from the field. Was it a fairly low-scoring game overall? Um, game one for, compared to the others? Not necessarily. Okay. It was just, but like, it was just an interesting game defensively to start out. I'm guessing after a long, grueling playoff, these teams were tired and mm. missing some shots. Mm. So you had an, an early kind of hole. Mm-hmm. Uh, interestingly, Garnett was 7 of 8 from the field with 15 points at halftime. KG? So okay. KG was in uh, Malone. Six points. For the game or the first quarter? The first half. Okay. Drexler, six points. Okay. Barkley, four. So big names that you thought would make a big impact. Spoiler, that was actually pretty good for Barkley in this series. (laughs) (laughs) You'd be happy with eight eight points a game from him. My second highest score at halftime. And the score at that time, I believe, I don't even know how I wrote these notes. It was 46 to 60. With the Jammers taking a 14-point lead. I remember we had a, quite a commanding lead at the half. I was getting confident. Yep, I remember that. Who do you think was my second highest scorer? Certainly wasn't Jason Kidd. No. Spoiler, he scored two points. <laughs> For the game? For the series. Okay. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, your second highest scorer... Uh, just answer me one question. Did he come off the bench or was he a starter? He was a bench player. Bench player. Okay, I'm going to go with... Detlef Shrimp. He started. Dan Marley. <laughs> Damon Stoudemire. See, the lowest, for the record, he was the lowest rated person in the edited stats yeah. of all the players that we had. Even Dennis Scott? He was two points lower than Dennis Scott. He was a 76. And he was screaming out for an opportunity on your team. Jason Kidd, although he got the assists, was an absolute non-entity on offense yeah game one he well on point score and and defensively wasn't that great either surprisingly one of the best defensive players in nba history <laughs> at the position of point guard was was uh, getting absolutely eaten alive by joe dumas yeah it was it was impressive so okay. at the, you know after three quarters uh the the lead had had ballooned up to 92 to 76 it was a whooping i remember feeling bad for you i <laughs> thanks uh drexler had a tough game. He shot 7 for 21 from the field at this point. Mm. 
He's missing a lot. Those are Kobe numbers in that one game that he that they actually won against the Celtics, but he shot like six for twenty three. Do you remember mm. that? Mm. Uh, but doing they won. Too much, doing too much. Yeah. yeah, I think he was forcing it a bit. Mm. And we all know Drexler. No, of course Kobe were great players, but wasn't he wasn't getting the shot down. Mm. Uh, Garnett had nineteen after three, but the fourth quarter, when it was all said and done, mm. the winning team from a score of ninety-two to one twenty wasn't pretty. A twenty-eight point schlacking. Oh yeah. The Essex Jammers go yeah. up one nothing in their home court. We were feeling mighty good after that one. How many? Can you? Do you have Robman's stat line? I do. Available? I do. But first, I'm going to tell you uh, the defense that you were so vaunted that everyone said that it's going to be tough. A good defense is always going to beat a good offense. I'm so adamant. Maybe not intentionally, but I somehow put together the best defensive starting five I think possible. Uh, only, yeah, I think Peyton would be a little bit better than Dumars. But, uh, uh, but still, an all-defensive all guy, yeah. Jordan, Robman, Hakeem. Insane. Some other guy, KG. Who's very good at defense. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. In fact, you held me to .476 from the field. I was 41 of 86 field goal attempts. You're f- wait, 47% from the field? Yep, 47%. Which is, normally is good, but on, on a video game? <laughs> you shot 60% from the field. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and you asked me in this, I, I saw a little clip. You said, who is the person who annoyed you the most? Robert Parrish. Is that what you think I said? Dennis Rodman. I said, before we knew any of the player of the game or anything like that, I said, Dennis Rodman or Kevin Garnett. Those are my two guys who I felt I was nervous about in game one. I, uh, there was a lack of three-pointers being shot in the series in total. Like, it was very rare to shoot more than, like, six per game. Except for game one, where I hoisted 20. How many of those were Dan Marley? <laughs> 21. <laughs> and I made eight, which is not bad. And I still lost by 28. Uh, you were one for five from deep. Talking of three-pointers, one of the little quirks we have on the jammers is Tim Hardaway liked to shoot them. Oh, he did. But he only he liked to do it shot. when he was fading to the side mid-air. <laughs> he was all about the side fade. Now, But he made a few of them, to be fair. It's true. And um, like I said, the final score was 120 to 92. The big surprise from game one was the bench scoring. Your bench scored 48 points to well, my 25. Robert Parrish was big. I completely forgot. Chris Webber was huge in that game. He was. I called him the X Factor. But I remember on, right. on week 12, you said, what's going to be the X Factor? Who's going to be the player? And I said, off the bench, I think Chris Webber's, he's not going to take kindly to being on the bench to KG. He's going to come out. He's going to show me why he should have been starting. And that did play out. And you had 22 offensive rebounds, which is obscene. Yeah, Rodman was a beast. You were, um, you took... Ni- 13 free throws, 9 for 13. This is, in this game was the most free throws taken in any game we had. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 13 free throws. I, was, I had five. I missed almost all of them. Um, the longest scoring drought was about four minutes and 18 seconds, which was me. I just couldn't find it. <laughs> Amazingly, not the record. That, no, I, I, no, I know. I think I know the record. So... Here is your point totals from your guys that were notable. Okay, game one, point totals. What do you got for Parrish? Because you said he was like a big guy in this game for you. I think Parrish had like, unless I'm getting the games confused, I think Parrish had like 16. 16. Did he? Yep. Because I wasn't expecting, I'm not saying Parrish top score, but I'm just saying I wasn't expecting that production from him. No, not at all. I thought I, a, a, yeah. an 8 to 10 kind of guy, exactly. maybe. How about Chris Webber, your X Factor? He was... 20. He was 18. 18, okay. Garnett? 
26. 23. Okay. Jordan, as I mentioned, was 13, 13 points. Yeah, he low. was 6 for 16 from quiet, the field. Quiet. And a quiet. How many? 13. Six, yeah, 13 points. It was a quiet 13 as well. It was like, wow, Jordan played in that game? Okay. It's, yeah. And then Dumars had nine. Mm. And uh, from, from, the, from my team... Mm. It was a real motley crew. of No one could really step up and meet the moment. O'Neal had 19. However, he was 9 for 11 from the field. That's that you, you Even at 19, you want more from Shaq. Gotta have more from Shaq. That's, yeah. my, that's my guy. You know, the mailman, Carl Malone, had 16. Detlef had 13. Drexler had 17. Hmm. And Jason Kidd shot 1 for 7 from the field. Jason Kidd was two horrible. Points. I remember that. Clyde Drexler, his final stat line was 8 for 26. But your yeah. player of the game... From game one. It's got to be Dennis Rodman, surely. It was Dennis Rodman. Yeah. What was his final stat line, sorry? Did we say his points? 13 points. Oh. 14 boards. Oh. A block. Four assists and a steal. Lovely. Everywhere. Lovely. The X Factor. He was all over the place. So he many was. Seconds. You say those offensive rebounds, that's what won the game. You're right. In a Detlef, um, so after game one, and see, it's, it's interesting to me because with Jordan scoring 13 and, you know, Garnett twenty three and Dumars nine. You You'd feel like to mount a challenge, yeah. It's going to be a close game. We yeah. held Jordan out. Yeah. Uh, the problem was Detlef felt he was the best player. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that. He shot as almost as many times as Jordan. He was five for fourteen, and he he hoisted anything that he touched. Especially in the fourth, I remember. It didn't really matter at that point, but uh, Kid was one for seven. Like I said, he did have a lot of dimes, but in game two we made our first roster change. No editing of stats, but we did switch it up. I replaced Detlef Schrempf with Dan Marley as mm. a starter. I felt mm -hmm. like Rodman was having just free reign defensively. Mm -hmm. and well, you... Detlef was just a bit too cocky. He was. I mean, God. So bring in a less cocky player like Dan Marley. Who <laughs> never. Replaced, you know, head down, did yep. all the dirty work. Does what the coach says, boots. yep. Okay. So game two. So game one, 1-0 one to the Essex Jammers. In, at their home court. On my home court. So we're going back to Essex on game two. It's a 2-3-2 two, two format. Oh, I don't think you could physically leave, could you? I don't know. He didn't have any means we, to. We stole your passports. We slept in the arena. <laughs> we felt at least more comfortable game two. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, so Detlef was replaced. Dan Marley comes into the starting five. Okay. Detlef's going to the bench. Did I? I don't think I changed. You never changed anything. I didn't do anything. <laughs> I was just happy to be there. Yeah. <laughs> So, in game two, we knew we had to start a little bit faster from the blockers. Uh, what do you remember from game two? Uh, I mean, actually, that was a pretty memorable game. But game two, had, uh, uh, game two had, for me, the best moment of the entire series. Okay. Well, well not, it wasn't best for me. It was infuriating for me, but it was hilarious to watch. It was, a, it was an amazing... I'm, talking, I'm thinking about the right one, right? That's the right this game. This is game two. Okay. The blockers took an early lead mm. in the first quarter, 29 mm. to 24. Ooh. So they came out kind of hungry this time. Yeah, we had been beaten around, lost by twenty-eight. Yep, and I'm assuming someone stepped up and said, "We're not going to go out like this." Detlef is no longer on the floor. <laughs> yeah, a lot we, more shots to go that, around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which coincidentally, Drexler was on fire coming out of the game. I remember that. I remember. I remember we saw the real Clyde Drexler for the next couple of games. I think. Well, uh, yeah, maybe I, from then on out. But Clyde, he had a slow start to the series, and then we saw yeah, why slow, you famously picked him over Stockton. You justified that selection. Well. <laughs> Yeah. The comments would appear, the comments that we had playing the Twitch wouldn't appear yeah. to agree with that statement. Who would I have started instead, though? I mean, it would have been Michael You Finley. made the right yeah. choice. You made but the right choice. Drexler came out on fire. We yep. shot great from the field. We mm -hmm. both took 21 shots, except mm -hmm. I just had a much better percentage shooting. Drexler had 13 in the first. Malone, two. 
and O'Neal 10. So O'Neal gets his 10 almost every first quarter, it looks like. We feed the big man the rock. Uh. On your team, only two players really stepped it up in the first quarter. It wasn't Rodman, I remember that. No. Uh, Marley Rod- frustrated him. Yeah. Um, but, 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 I'm going to guess KG and Jordan. It was KG and Jordan. Mm. They put in 18 of your points. Now, uh, after quarter two, which had a nice back-and-forth affair, this was... And we should clarify. There was one... I checked. There was one fast break in the entire uh, series. <laughs> and it happened in tonight's collection of games. Uh, Garnett had a breakaway. Okay. And jammed it home. He didn't I guess, stop. I guess the programmers in 2001 didn't put too much effort into the fast breaks. It Hurts was... Jason Kidd, I'd say. Uh, so what can would you describe a standard possession that we probably saw play out 100, 250 times? Standard possession? Uh, from either team. Um, point guard very slowly brings the ball up. Almost to the limit of like the, the rules. Well, they nearly got, yeah, uh, violation. Uh, and then didn't at any point decide to look at the rim is back to the basket at the three-point line eventually they would pass it into the post then depending on the animation the the person in the post would occasionally flip this horrific backwards hook horrible thing or more commonly just take off off two feet like superman and reverse dunk on four people Is that, that the play you're talking about? That's that's almost every possession. Yeah. Now, there were some variations. Like sometimes mm. you'd have just some mess of passing, and like there'd be screen set yeah. that would never be used. It to be fair, I don't think we're doing the game justice. There were quite. It was it was actually fun. To, I had a couple of friends watching it and saying, you know, I actually got lost. It was actually like a real game. I it thought. is, but it was I don't know forty percent of the time it was something you'd kind of seen before. Yeah, uh, and and often it was this jumping off two feet. It and was just an important move. breaking the laws of physics and dunking on four people. And I think like it's interesting we never actually turned the machine off like i kept going as if it never reset that thing was going for two weeks <laughs> pretty much and i think it started to glitch out more and more as the series went on well i, I would say no of course it didn't but i remember no, 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 dan I marley's name disappeared at yeah. one point <laughs> he was just blank no, nothing that i think that affected the outcome that much of the series but like i i saw more frequency of like balls teleporting through heads or rebounds teleporting to hands from both sides. We both benefited from these bizarre uh, things. So, you're right. Most of the time, the, the point guard would dribble it with his back to the basket. Frustratingly wait until, slowly often. And almost half of the possessions would go down to the shot clock, like, the final seconds. Yeah. It, these would be full possessions. Yeah. Sorry, at halftime. The jammer, it was a back-and-forth affair. But this time, the jammers... Take a three-point lead going into the half, fifty-four to fifty-one. Mm. So you kind of rallied the troops, and you said, "We're not going to." Well, get I remember. Beat. I remember game two was close mm-hmm. uh, throughout, pretty much. There was no real. Neither team really pulled away, and you felt comfortable. And I, it was kind of surprising because game one, there was that kind of gap, and it just grew. And then it was, it wasn't really game. Game two was a completely different game. Oh yes, for sure. And uh, I would say that it, the main thing about quarter two was the big men kind of stole the show. There was a lot of paint play. Mm. There was a lot of dunks. And at halftime, mm. you were just feeling pretty good. You said, all right, mate. <laughs> what do you think you said? Did I start it? Did I actually start it with all right, mate? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think you've okay. ever said anything friendly to me. Um, uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm like, I, I can't even You think. said, you made a proclamation. You've, I guess. You've made, you've made a no, list of uh, the things I said? No, I mean, I have some things I said, too. Okay. But it's not a bad thing. But okay. you, you, had a, you had a premonition. You felt something. You said, mark my words, or to that effect, I'll win by nine. 
I did call it by nine. That's what you said. Yeah, you you were adamant, I and I said, did "Shut say up!" That. And you I said, "I that. will win by nine. I don't know why I was so confident. But yeah. I was very confident. And you were losing that. in the first quarter. Yeah, and it was a back and forth. But you said, "I'll win by nine. Yeah. So after three quarters, the blockers have an eighty. I can't read my handwriting. You're an eighty-four eight. to eighty-two lead. Two-point game. Wow. Yeah, so the blockers had now taken advantage of this back-and-forth affair. That's the difference when your main shooting guard actually starts to play. That's the difference, honestly. Clyde came to play in the second game. That, that, that's, and Rodman clearly didn't. He was happy with his... He was in bazookas or whatever strip bar you have in... Oh, no, he was in Essex, wasn't <laughs> Essex. it? All right. He was in Baz... He was at bazookas he, later. He was in Baz Vegas. He was and, in Baz uh, Vegas yeah. doing all manner of ill yeah, things. But he, he, yeah, okay. After three quarters, we had a really competitive stat line. It's really quite interesting. O'Neal, 16. Malone, 14. Uh, Marley, getting the starting nod, poured in 11. Mm. Drexler, 21. Mm -hmm. And then on the jammers, you've got Jordan shooting an insane 11 for 17. Great. All over the court. 22 points for him. 10 from the X Factor. That's Weber. Dumars, given 8. Garnett, 16. And Reggie Miller, instant offense, throwing in 11. Hit a few big threes. I remember that. So, this is going insanely back and forth in the fourth yeah. quarter. Back and forth in the fourth. Yeah, great game to watch. And so, I, 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 did, uh, I stopped it with about... Mm, do, I, do I have the time? Uh, 54 seconds remaining. I remember this. Okay. I remember being infuriated at one point. It wasn't actually what you thought. Can I say what I think happened? Sure. So Without doing too many spoilers. Well... Not the final things. Well, I remember building up a bit of a lead, the biggest lead that had been in the game. And I think I was actually, my my nine points was looking pretty good. I think I was up by about nine. Yeah. And then I remember there was about a minute to go, yeah, 54 seconds, whatever to go. I was confident. I think there's no way you're coming back from this. Nine points in a minute, no way. It wasn't a minute. It was only a four-point lead in a minute remaining. In my brain, it was nine. (laughs) (laughs) And I remember... I had two three throw situations. Yes. And sorry, I so your player got f- free throws. Yes. You scored the first both times. You missed the second both times. Not quite. Again, in my head. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> both. And I think it was Carl Malone just fucking slapped Kevin Garnett or whoever my big man was down low, pushed him off the court, got the rebound, put it back, and one of them was an M1 as well. So you wiped that deficit off very, very, very quickly. So surprisingly, that some of those things did happen, but it was far earlier than we remember. It was like with five or six minutes to go. Right. And uh, it was O'Neal would do a dunk and get the and one foul and miss his one free throw. Oh, yeah, that's right. So you got the two points already. You missed yeah. it for it. And, then, and you, then Malone would manhandle whoever. It happened twice in a row. You got three it happened extra, twice in a row. You got three extra points on one, and you got two extra points on the next one. So that was... Sweet. Three extra points, and two plus two plus one plus one, one plus one plus two plus one. Something like that, yes. We had points... But I remember, in two offenses, you made back, like, 15 points. It's <laughs> <laughs> not possible. So here's what I have. I have a running, like, uh, thing that happened. Okay. So with about two minutes to go, it's 108 to 113. You hold Jammers a five-point lead. Okay. And there's an O'Neal bucket to make it 110, and then a Garnett throwaway. He just uh, cross-court pass. He just chucked it out of bounds. Is that part of the song? for uh, Cross-court long shot. Okay. He tried to throw yeah. one of those. So w- the action picks up when it's 110 to 114 with 54 seconds remaining. Hmm. Okay. Marley hits a big three. 
I remember that. And it makes it to one. Damon Stoudemire steals it in a timeout with 22 seconds to go. Jason Kidd not in there for the clutch. Interesting. Yep. He was in foul trouble. He was oh, in major. Yeah. He had five fouls. Yeah. Because he was trying to swipe it. Uh, we accidentally foul you. With 16 seconds to go, we foul one of your players during your possession and put them on the line. So mm. we should have let it play out, try to get an extra possession. We're up by one, I think, at that time or something like that. Uh, and then it says, you. I can't even... Dumar hits two free throws. Dumas, yep. We're down. Marley hits the big three. Stoudemire hits a big three. We're, you're, but you're matching each three with a two. So we have to foul you on your end. And we put Dumars in the line. And to, it's Mr. A one, consistency. Mr. Consistency. That's who, I look, that's who I look to to steady the ship. Dumars and then off the bench, Parrish when we need Those it. are your two guys? They're, they're, well, they're the ones that my heart... I'll be honest with you. When Tim Hardaway's on the floor, I'm fucking terrified. You don't he, think Jordan can steady the ship? He, he can. Jordan can do amazing things. Jordan can score. But I feel like when you need to play out a game, when you need to run the clock, when you need to make the right choices, when you don't need to rush a shot, when you just need a good offense, a good high percentage shot, no one, they're not going to do anything stupid. They're going to make their three throws. They're not going to turn the ball over. You want Joey D and you want Robert Parrish in there. I feel the complete opposite with Jason Kidd. Okay, yes. <laughs> Which you wouldn't in real life. No. In but in this game, Jason Kidd was, was a massive liability. He was yeah. terrible. So what happened was, and I'm sorry that I was a little muddy, uh, we were trading threes and twos back and forth. And we put you on the line. Hmm. And you're up by one. Dumars ice his ball. Absolutely, yeah. No doubt in my mind, yeah. Then there's this fateful moment where we pass it in. Marley passes it into Stoudemire. What is the score at this point? You're up by three. How long to go? Six seconds. Okay. We dribble it. Damon does like a little sidestep shimmy. Shoots it from the logo. Nails it. I remember that. Buries the three. I remember that. OT. However, there's still one second on the clock. Joey D hoisted one up. But he did. Not a bad not effort. Bad. Yeah, not it was actually effort. better than some other times at the end of quarters yeah. where people just like dribble it and then they don't even get the shot off at all. Yeah. We are going to OT. Now, here's where we have some problems. One, you were in your weird anger mode. This happened. Came, you came in and out of it. You get kind of surly, okay. kind of quiet. Okay. I can see the GM already making moves for next year. Well, I'd, I'd already planned for like the celebrations in Essex. We'd already got the confetti in. We'd got, yeah. We've got a baying crowd of people who want blood. Uh, you know, <laughs> we got to figure out. People's so, lives are at risk here. So I thought we'd won the game. Yeah. Well, the problem was, uh, while I was gleefully astonished that I was still in it with OT. Let's just clarify. I, I said the word ridiculous about 18 times when you We're scored that. We're getting to that. We're getting to that ridiculous word later. But that shot later. was fucking ridiculous. It was. It was. And I, I even, I can't, I mean, it was absurd. It was, an, but at least it played out, I felt like an NBA game. But would. I felt like when he launched it, I knew it was going in. Yeah, I knew it. I but, knew it. Because we'd seen so much bad AI basketball. When they did the intentional two fouls, I knew things were going to play out at least somewhat normally. Mm-hmm. There's a chance I'll take a shot, <laughs> which is hard to guess <laughs> because this was, the, I think, the only instance where someone intentionally fouled a player to put him on the line. Right. It was insane. Yeah. So um, in OT, we didn't even get a chance to check the stats because you were insistent. Run it. Run it. Run it. <laughs> I have no idea whose point totals were what. I was still giddy, and you you didn't want anybody to think about, take a rest. You wanted to get them back in the game. If you were dedicated to Magic on the Black Top, you'd watch the full thing through again and make a tally of who scored what. I, I, you know, I wanted to just kind of check it. So, in OT, it was 
one of the worst sequences that we could ever encounter. And it became pretty pivotal as a, as a moment of like, aha, this is how this will play out. I think it was C. Webb came through, did he? Is that what you got? Maybe. Okay, so you're going to go with C. Webb came through. I think the X so. Factor. Or Jordan. Jordan's, okay. Jordan's always a good bet. This was brutal. All right, we start OT. I win the tip and immediately hoist a brick. Then it goes Garnett, two foot, leaping. Power dunk. Power dunk okay. and one. Yeah, sounds good. Then I have like a, I can't even read what I wrote. Drexler bucket. He hit like an 18-footer. Next possession down. Garnett, two foot, jam and one. We like those. Well, we, we, we draw out plays for those. That's, how, that's, all, that's all part of the... Uh, Shaq had a jam put back and the score is uh, 125 to 123 jammers leading. Next, Garnett, two foot, jam. That's three in a row. No end one. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> then you had a, a bad situation where Jordan and Lajuan kind of do some cool things with the ball and they have a nice little give and go. Next time down the court, Garnett, two foot, jam, and one. Three of those four Garnett possessions. Did I win by play? Did I win by 37 points? <laughs> I want to tell you the last three shots. Yeah. Drexler, wide open, mm-hmm. air ball. <laughs> Didn't even hit the rim. Pressure got to him, yeah. <laughs> wasn't even close. Yeah. He airballed it. Was, I don't, it a, was it a three? It was a three. Okay. It was an air ball three. Okay. My final two possessions. It was actually one full possession, but we got two offensive rebounds. It went Drexler, air ball, miss. Detlef snags the board. Kicks it out to Malone. Three-point brick. What's Carl Malone doing <laughs> no. shooting threes on your team? Okay. Detlef grabs the offensive board. Kicks it back out to Malone. Three-point brick. What kind of disarray is going on in your management that Carl Malone is shooting threes? I The game ends with the Jammers winning by the predicted score of nine points. Called it. You called it at halftime. I shot four for 13 in overtime with Carl Malone chucking threes please if you get the chance we'll, we'll cut it as a clip individual clip I'm sure but the the Damon Stoudemire game time it was fantastic it's fucking amazing it's ridiculous yeah. you went but to a dark place it still didn't earn him a spot in your starting five I felt what go- more can the man do I felt going back to Kansas would allow Kid to play his best that's what I felt oh yeah maybe so, his wife's in the crowd and you know she then. could well I don't know if that's gonna help but um, Jordan was the player of the game Took a lot of shots. This one, he had a 38-7. and seven. So he had 38 points, 7 wow. boards, in an OT victory. But the the Kevin Garnett momentum, Peter started to uh, complain a little bit. A little bit. The blockers started to, to lobby some complaints to the commissioner. He was saying, and the commission being you, I suppose. Um, I'll tell you the final stat lines. of The, the blockers had O'Neal put up a solid 28, shooting 14 for 18 from the field. Malone had 21. Marley had 14 in his starting position, you know, starting role. Drexler had 25, going 12 for 19 from the field, which is great. Kid, who you remember had two points in game one, mm. zero, 0 for five. Oh no! Way. Couldn't score. No way. He Never. Must made got, he must have got a lot of assists though. Well, he had foul trouble too, so he had like more fouls than shot attempts. I think he fouled out, so he was like more fouls than shot. <laughs> wow. Okay. And uh, Barkley, mm. the Barkley beggar. Did he even play in any game in this series? He I did. Don't, I he don't had five Barclay. points and he was two for seven. I genuinely cannot picture one moment of Barkley doing anything, which is a shame because he's so good. And I think you were the one who said it to me. 
that's why he doesn't agree to be in video games anymore. Yeah, I think that we know why Barkley was like, I'm never doing this again because he was absolutely. We got Damon Stalemeyer over here hitting three quarter length shots, and I can't get four points a game from Barkley. <laughs> yep. So Damon yeah. didn't have that huge of a. Uh, no, but he, but he, but put he a hit statement big out shots. There. Yeah. He put a statement out there. Uh, from the Jammers, Hakeem had a rough night, only scoring eight. Hakeem was fairly. He was consistent, I think, throughout, except yeah. for this game. Uh, Garnett, 14 from 20 from the field, 33 points, mm. and he had six boards. Mm-hmm. Jordan had 38 points with 19 for 26, so not as efficient as KG, mm-hmm. but he got his shots and he made some big plays. But KG was the star of overtime for sure. Oh, for sure. Rod, or, uh, Dumars, great game. Don't say Rodman. Rodman didn't even he didn't show, show up, up yeah. in the game, though. Uh, Dumars was uh, 16 points, 6 for 9 shooting. Mm. A really good game from a point guard when his competitor, who's rated way better than him, scored over Well, five. I feel like of all my team, the one guy who was didn't have like... Because we talk about different guys had like... Rodman had a great game there, then a, a down... You know, then a not so great game there. Jordan started off slower. The one guy across all games of the series who was just consistent, who was just dependable, who was double teamed every time he crossed the halfway line but just dribbled out of it... Joe Dumas. He like, was great. He must have... I, I feel like his stat line must have been so consistent throughout the whole thing. He was Probably like... Probably 12 points a game. He was... Bunch of I'd assists. say he had like 8 to eight to 15 a game. And yeah. He, or 8 to 12 a game. And he had about 13 assists every game. I'm, I'm getting a Joe Dumas jersey. And he played... And you know what? I'm not even on your team. But I'll say the happiest... Or not the happiest. The My greatest takeaway of what I enjoyed the most was probably Joe Dumas. Isn't it insane how just a video game, well, obviously the cards first, but a video game has really changed our opinion on actual players? Like, I'm yes, sure. Yes, I fucking hate Jason Kidd and Charles Barkley. <laughs> I'm never dropping them again. Nerd program them badly. I hate them. And what's crazy is, is uh, and this will come up at the post show, yeah. is uh, I had to make Joe Dumars. Uh, he was not in the game. Oh, had, not? No, Drexler. Is that why he has a bright white hairline? Yeah. I think. <laughs> Couldn't tell. When and I a see through neck. Okay, yeah. <laughs> the hairline choice was a mistake. I didn't know it had like the white tips. Like, I don't know what that was. But I had to make Drexler. I had to make Rodman. I had to make Dennis Scott. And I had to make. You might, you might not. You should I could have just skipped that one. Yeah. He did. Dennis Scott and Divac did not get on the floor at any point. And Dumars. Dumars, are the, those are the four players I had mm-hmm. to manually create. And I, I checked where they're. Went to school. I did all the, the well, due thank research. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, no problem. So now Essex goes up 2 nothing. Feeling pretty good right now. 2-0. Although we got to make the trip across to Kansas. And uh, we don't even have an airport, so it's a long bus ride. It's, <laughs> it's really tough. There was lots of debate about Kansas City. Where is the team? Is Kansas? Is it located in Missouri? Is it located in Kansas? It's split between two a state line. Where was it in the end? Well, I got... I, I said, like... Ian obviously doesn't care about where Kansas rests. So I said it's basically. I'm just, I'm just still confused. It's it's. Uh, Aaron got very mad at me, and some other Kansans got very mad at me. They wanted me to definitively state Kansas City is two separate entities. There's the Kansas side, which has its own mayor, and then there's the Missouri side, which that's why you're falling asleep. I told you guys, it's just one freaking city that's shared between two states. Who cares? Anyway, we're back to Kansas, <laughs> but not Kansas City. We're in, like, the plains of Kansas. Like, St. Louis. No, that's Missouri. I, I don't want to get in Don't trouble. go St. Louis. We're not going anywhere near there. Spring. Oh, ah, that's where I'm well. from, too. That's where I was born. What's a, what's a popular city in the state of Kansas? There are none. So, there must be one I've heard of. Kansas City. That's Wichita. Which is half in... I've heard of Wichita, yeah. There you go. Well, we're not there. 
Okay. I think we're like in Humboldt, Kansas. Like, I remember it was very nice. You were very hospitable. Thank you. Far more than we were. Yeah. We still haven't found Vin Baker. If anybody has those <laughs> whereabouts of Vin Baker, please let us know. The series is over. We're still looking for him. So there's a little bit of panic setting in. Um, now we're in game three. But you know what? The whole thing is about you got to win your home games. Mm. This is why you fought for home court advantage by doing John Absolutely. King. What do you remember about game three? The least watched game on Twitch. Quarter number one. The best quarter I had of the entire series. I shot ninety fucking percent. I was win- I scored like forty points. It was it was an absolute. Everyone was making shots. I couldn't believe my luck. Two nil up. We've gone across the globe, and we're absolutely destroying you in your home court. I was like feeling a bit sorry for you. I remember at one point. The second quarter, <laughs> exact well, also, opposite of what I just said. Did we score in the second quarter? I, I, I think maybe they called not. it off. Okay, maybe yeah, not. They turned off the lights, and that couldn't 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 be a greater disparagement between quarter one and the confidence and then quarter two i don't know what happened but i remember we couldn't buy a bucket in the second quarter i know that i remember the outcome but i'm not going to say that now i'll let you get to that but that's what my biggest takeaway from game three was how the highs and lows good and how bad two quarters could be right next to each other you are correct i would say quarter one would be best described as an arcade mode setting it was like playing nba jam Mm. you went 19 for 20 from the field (laughs) (laughs) ridiculous okay you shot 95 percent yeah or whatever okay uh you could not miss and you scored 40 points in the first quarter mm. i scored 29 which is not bad not bad but i was not shooting the lights out like you were and it, mm. it was worrisome o'neill had a slow start with only six points and marley chipped in eight who scored all your points drexler in that quarter it's unknown 29 is <laughs> not that many you on the other hand had Elajuan was pissed about game two he didn't do his normal stuff hmm. he came out firing 12 points in the first quarter couldn't miss yeah, it was rodman good. you know back from bazookas and he sh- threw down six which is good for rodman hmm. garnett a perfect five for five from the field 10 points yep wow in the first quarter what mj have i don't even think he suited up he was like they've got this okay but so i, I want to make clear that kevin garnett in game two, I started to... In fact, in game one, I, I felt it, and I made some comments. We started... I definitely started to feel like he's playing unfair. He's the cover athlete of the game. He's on the cover. Mm. I feel like there's some... And I remember when I ran the simulations to test, East versus West, Kevin Garnett would always be the player of like the game. Like He'd, he'd just be amazing. Mm. But those scores were goofy. It was like, you know, 182 to 165 mm-hmm. or something. I started to notice these trends. Are you suggesting Mm -hmm. that Kevin Garnett is not the greatest basketball player of all time? (laughs) Because I'm under the impression that he might be. I think that... uh, Well, we'll get to that. Anyway, then quarter two happened. And like you said... Did I score? You barely did. You scored 13 points. A season... A series low. 41 in the first quarter? 40 points in the first quarter. And 13 in the... Okay. You went on a scoring I'm drought. I'm surprised I got that, to be honest with you. Six, six and a half minutes. It was six minutes and 43 seconds. I remember seconds. that, because the game actually tells you. Yeah. <laughs> it pops up. You haven't scored for a while. <laughs> you might want to do something. I think all of it can be blamed on one player's shoulders. Dennis Rodman. No. It was your, you loved to hate him in quarter two. Was I getting angry at someone? Oh, yes. And it wasn't just me. C-Webb? It was Glenn Robinson. Oh, the big dog. God. He took so many bad shots. Oh, yeah. Why was he even on the floor? That's, a, that's the frustrating thing. We couldn't control the coaching decisions. That was frustrating. 
Glenn Robinson. A guy who hadn't featured in game one and two. <laughs> no. Let's just bring him on and let him take every single shot in the second quarter. <laughs> it was really ugly. O'Neal started stepping it up because um, after that quarter, I, I, of course, took a lead because you didn't score. Yeah. You stopped playing. Yeah. You had 53 points to my 57. O'Neal threw down 16. Drex started getting on fire. Yeah. Olajuwon and Garnett and um, Jordan. Jordan did start contributing, but like he was like, your only person yeah, who could score. Yeah, one-man show. After th- three quarters, there was nothing really to talk about. Game quarter two was awful. You were just dreadful. Mm. Your team could not buy a bucket. Absolutely not. I enjoyed it. Um, but you started to get your, your murder eyes again. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think that over under, I'll let you take a guess. How many times did we collectively say, this is ridiculous? That phrase. In that game? In total. Across the... You've all watched, just, you've all watched every one. <laughs> I have a general idea. Uh, if I put the over under at seventy five times, yeah, would you go over or under that? This is ridiculous. I'd say it's fairly accurate. Probably sounds about right. I'd say we doubled it. Yeah, okay. I think that was the most go to phrase. However, most of those would be from me. You. Well, I said it fourteen times when Damon and yes. I hear that one shot from the three. That was fourteen of the one fifty. Okay. You got very quiet, and I, looking back at like just the footage, I worried about my safety. I'm very much a fair weather GM. <laughs> when everything's sweet and we're winning, not a care in the world. I feel that some of the Essex came out when you were losing. When we it. score 13 points in a quarter, <laughs> someone's getting killed. And the only person within close proximity was me. And I had some people call in for my safety. After three quarters, the blockers were up 83 to the jammer 71. I had a 12-point yeah, lead. Yeah, you pulled away. Started to pull away. And it was just kind of... a. Uh, a beatdown, really, in like in for yeah. just the play style. We didn't even mount a comeback at all. No, and in fact, on the fourth quarter, dare I say, your team kind of gave up. Threw in the towel. They threw in the towel. Saved yeah. energy for game four, I suppose. This was the highest scoring quarter of any game we played. Unless you looked up game five, I did not, and game six, and I didn't look at that. I looked at the first four. So they scored 42 points in that quarter, the blockers. And it was all sub play, all bench, really, just pouring in shots. And uh, you were 5 for 16 from three-point land, couldn't get you oh, back. Yeah. Here's uh, what we got. Garnett was 11 for 13 from the field, hmm. 22 points. Jordan was 13 for 24 with 29 points. Olajuwon, 14. Dumars, his worst game, 7 points, yeah. 2 for 8. Rodman was fine, 8 points. My guys was just dishing it out mm-hmm. you had 17 from Utumbo Barkley even had his series high of 6 <laughs> Detlef 10 Finley 6 Stoudemire 2 Malone 14 Marley 11 Drex 10 only 10 Jason Kidd 7 with 16 dimes Shaquille O'Neal the Shaq we love 31 and 14 not bad not bad at all Player of the game, Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. He finally finally had it. So, game... So, 2-1 at this point. This is where I wanted to call it. Well, originally, after like two games, you were like, I'm going home. I want to stop now. <laughs> and I was like, no. we got to do at least three. But I don't know why. You lost game three, but you really wanted to do game four. I think I it not. was because I didn't fully realize how long the actual games take. And I think the plan was to do carry on next week and then record the podcast afterwards. And I thought, if it's another four games, this is literally from 10 a.m. till 
midnight, like the full yeah. day of it. And I, I don't know. So I don't know. I just I just felt, and a few people were also the the four or five people that were watching were all saying more, 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 one more game, one more game, and. I bowed down to the pressure. Appreciate <laughs> like, thanks. Yeah. Game four, a pivotal game in any series. Game four and game five, I feel, are you've had three games to suss each other out. Yeah. This is where adjustments are made. Yeah. Coaching becomes a premium. We've established that I have Whoopi Goldberg on the coaching sideline. I've got Dennis Fariva, whatever his <laughs> name is. We don't know what we're doing. <laughs> we're just two GMs mm. locked in the skyboxes, mm. feet apart. Stuck watching what our coaches do. Yelling obscenities from our <laughs> ivory towers above the playing fans of... Are we in Kansas still? Uh, there's only eight fans there, but yeah, there are more cows than fans. Presumably still in Kansas. So game four had an interesting problem. In Kansas, sorry. Just to this clarify. is in Kansas. Okay, games, yeah. uh, it'll go 2-3-2. Two, two. Okay. So Essex for two games. Uh, this was the traditional format used, I think, at this time. Now they have like a 2-2-1-1-1. Two, two, one, one, one. Okay. So anyway... Uh, a mysterious occurrence happened. Uh, Dan Marley got ethered. He just got deleted. He's gone. His name disappeared from the starting lineup. We had to restart the game. Well, he was he was still there. He was, but his name wasn't. No, it'd say like starting lineup: O'Neill, uh, Drexler, eight. <laughs> I don't think he had a number. It was just blank. And uh, the the announcers would still say his name. They'd yeah. be like Marley. We checked like the logs. His name had changed to like Adderley. Adele Mahale. <laughs> yeah, Adele Mahale. Yeah. We're not sure what happened. We think he got some threats hey, from people in Essex. this is 20-year-old technology. Many people may say, like, maybe you should restart the system. And I was like, no, nah, we're fine. We're going to keep Marley. Well, we, we did look into it. And we, we were confident it is actually Dan Marley. It, it was. There's no stats changed. He still hoisted still 44 Marley, yeah. shots a game. Um, actually, I think he was fairly reasonable throughout. I like Dan in this Dan series. Dan Marley was consistent. He hit some... Big shots in the clutch for you. And he, I think just in general, he was about what I expected Dan Marley on a team of all-star players would be. Yeah. Not the Detlef did not know. He did, he was like, I'm shooting. Yeah, yeah. But no, Dan, my, my takeaway from this series is that he hit some big shots in the player. fourth quarter. You yeah, needed a three, he delivered. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, he did get deleted. And so he was gone somehow, but he was still present. Mm. Um, so game four, back in Kansas once more. After one quarter, the blockers were leading 33-30, to 30, a high-scoring affair. Mm. Teams racing up and down the court as slowly as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, Garnett started to show why he was the man. He was 7 for 8 from the field, yeah, and he had 14 points and 5 boards. Mm-hmm. Now it was all conspiracy theory at this point. I was upset. I was saying this is ridiculous. Marley had 7. The ghost of Dan Marley. Do you want my memories of game Yes, I'm four? so sorry. Excuse me. I, I was a little too excited. Well, what I, do you I, remember of game four? Um, I don't know if I can say it without giving it away. Hmm. But I, Well, I might as well. We're going to tell him in a second anyway. I don't remember anything from game four. Did I black out? I remember. Uh, well, I still feel guilty for it, if that's any consolation. I had no... I'm just going to say We're going to tell him in two minutes. I won game four. I had absolutely no business winning game four. I was confident it was going to be another game three. It was, it was, uh, and at that point I was starting to think, wow, home court advantage plays a huge part in this game. Because I was so confident after game one and two that this, my team is clearly the better team and it's going to go my way. Game three, when you, I just yeah. blew me out. It yeah. wasn't even a, uh, there wasn't even a challenge for me at any point. I was like, wow, this, the, well, that could be a one-off. 
game four was very much going that way throughout the entire game. Even you tried to pick me up and you said, no, I think you're going to come back. I, was like, no, I did feel it. I felt no. it was going to be close. I said, no, this is going to be a 12-point game. I'm not even gonna, it's not even going to be interesting. And somehow, I won. I think my only, the only point in the game that I had a lead was when was I won second. the game yeah. in the last This second. was, without question, one of the worst days of my life. <laughs> you were furious. I, I was. You still not got over it. The text messages I got, like, in the days. <laughs> it was, I actually legitimately lost sleep. I got out of your house as quick as I could because I thought you were going to kill me. Uh, was, I don't uh, think it was ever you were in danger. I think. <laughs> but I remember. You should have stayed because of. We saw a different Pete. And if you watch them back, oh, you'll it's, see it's, a different it's, Pete. It's, I, I fully admit, like. It's, like, you've done my accent enough times. We're like, through the game. Through the game, the computer through through the game. That, that, that's it. Through the game. <laughs> to be fair, the computer did throw the game. It was a. This was one of the most. I mean, look, I've had some time to sit back with it. Okay. I understand. In a, I did lose this game. It was very hard because I love video games and seeing it play out. I knew this was going to happen. I felt it, and I felt it in my heart. To be fair, you did say from very early on. Don't worry, you're going to come back. Yeah, I knew it. Gone. I knew it. I've seen the trends. And if I could go back and, and, you know, change some of the way I behaved, sure. I wish I hadn't been so frustrated, but I cared. I cared, Ian. <laughs> I genuinely didn't deserve to win. I felt bad winning it. That was it was bad. brutal. And, uh, what, was let's score, see. what was the score at the end of the first? 33 to 30, I was up. Quite, now, yeah, it started off quite close. So let me, let's see why I descended into madness. Okay. So it was a close game. Garnett was playing out of his shoes, 7 mm. for 8, 14 mm. and 5. Quarter two, I built up an 11-point lead. The blockers had mm. 63 on the board. The jammers Clyde had 52. Clyde Drexler, I think, was a big part. I think Clyde really came out in that one. Maybe not, but um, that's what I'm going to say. Not really. Okay. So, I mean, he did, actually. He Again. was my leading scorer. So. Again, in my head. <laughs> <laughs> so, in this particular thing, quarter two was more just you kind of... And it's weird. Yeah, I went berserk at the end of game four. You were kind of in this mode of, like, the, the, the head shaking started. Well, I felt... I thought the rims were a bit lower in Kansas. <laughs> I thought, our, our, I noticed when we got there, the changing rooms were a few degrees chillier than they should have been. Um, I think uh, the sandwiches you gave us were pretty shit, if I'm being honest with you. We I, uh, great I saw, barbecue. Yeah, I saw, I saw what you guys had set up. So um, I felt like after the warm, quite literally, yeah, fiery warm <laughs> welcoming we gave you in Essex, you didn't make us feel that at home. And I was yeah. all right. Let's let's. These are the rules of engagement. Mm, okay. And uh, after three quarters, mm. after we you know we tried every trick in the book to yeah. slow you down, yeah. the blockers had built a fourteen point advantage. Uh, we had a ninety one to seventy seven lead. Ninety one to seventy seven. There's no coming back from that. Well, <laughs> you would think so. Uh, Jordan and Garnett were your two lone bright spots, as they were for. The majority of the games, to be honest with you. 52 of your points were from those two guys. Out each of 72. 77. Wow. So okay. it was most of your stuff. Dude. And uh, both of them had given you 26 points. My team was going with a balanced approach of Mutumbo 10, Malone 12, Shrimp 12, Drex 21, O'Neal 25, Kid 0 for 12. <laughs> so Kid hadn't found a shot. Actually, he wasn't 0 for 12. He had 12 dimes. But he had zero zero points. Damon Stoudemire just like, what the fuck do I have to do to get on this team? So I wanted to, like in game two, I broke down the final sequences mm-hmm. of, of plays. This one, I it was very hard for me to go back and rewatch. So this, this is what the last three minutes of full quarter. Okay, 
is the fourth quarter. And uh, again, I, I had a 14-point advantage going into this. Uh, with with three minutes to go, mm. the diesel gets subbed in. And you said, you said, oh, the diesel has been summoned. And we both were in agreement like it's going to be Shaq's time. Like we're ready. Well, Shaq f- was consistently good. He was – and like you kind of felt like this is where – when he's being in the last three minutes, this is like, this is it. Well, you'd think if you've got a lead, what was the score at this point? 112 to 101. I have an 11 point lead. Take Shaq out. You don't need him. Last few minutes. Game's, well, game's already done. Three minutes to go. The fact that Shaq was coming back in, I thought, okay, he's going to get some poster dunk. He's going to get some highlight. You yeah. know, my team's already head down. Yep. Okay. And I think that there was a timeout from like an air ball from one of us. That's what caused Shaq to come in. It was like, that's it. Mm-hmm. Game's over. And you said, I, I, I quote, I said, feed the rock to Shaq. That mm. was a quote from the thing. So it's 103 to 114. You, you scored a, a quick little basket or something like that. And I scored a quick basket back. Then Jordan hits a 20-footer. Just boom. Just a quick 20-footer. That's why he's MJ. That's why he's MJ. No, nothing wrong with that. And it's 114 to 105. Uh, Finley. Michael Finley, who I never want to see Again, in my life, I hate him. With 18 on the shot clock, with the, just dribble the ball out, he hoists a triple, you know, just a big three-point shot down in the... He's probably your best shooter, yeah. Hoist it, Finn. Now, I would agree with you. There were three defenders on him. <laughs> three defenders. And there was 18 on the shot clock. You got to get it off. I when couldn't you... believe it on me watching it. Like it, it astonished me. Hey, he shoot, took that. Shooter's got to shoot. Shooter's got to shoot. So of course, you know, you guys get the rebound. Jordan hits a massive three, and it was similar to Game Two. There was a play where KG got the ball mm. in the post. I meant to bring this up, and I watched it. Four blocker defenders swarm KG. Four. He bounces it twice. Kicks it out right in front of him is MJ at the three-point line. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. Four guys were defending KG because of the threat. So it, it, it played out again. Yeah. Four guys converge on KG, and Jordan's just like, gimme, gimme. Bang, bang. That happened. I think, did Reggie come in as well? I no, think, I think the, was that Jordan did enough to okay. finish this one himself. Okay. Then one of the most astonishing things, I even have a picture to show you, and I wish I, wish I could show the folks – Listening at home or in your cars, Barkley gets a, a, a feed from Kid right in front of the basket. I'm talking primo location. Pete would make this shot 100 out of 100 times. Did he pass it out? No, he took the shot and he threw it off the front of the rim. <laughs> I don't think the ball, that's the final moment before it hit the rim. I'm telling you, he like shoved it straight up into it. Hey, you got an offensive rebound, presumably. Uh, no, that went straight to you. <laughs> okay. So Rodman grabbed it or something. Barkley chokes on a wide open dunk shot. Yeah. Then we have a real interesting thing. My mm. guys are hoisting this, this rock up at 16, 18, 16. Mm. You guys dribble the ball out and you start panicking. There's Bad. like a minute to go left, and you say, Dumars, yeah. you got to do something. Yeah. I'd like to point out that anytime someone not named Kevin Garnett or MJ touched the ball, you threatened bodily harm on that play. <laughs> <laughs> you said, I will kill you, Rodman, if you take this shot. Well, Rodman, Rodman 
was seeing far too much of the ball in certain games. Some games he demanded to touch it. Like literally every offense went through him four times before someone good got a shot. It was, yeah. Well, maybe you'll take that all back because on this particular play with the clock winding down, the shot clock, Mm. there's like six seconds left. Dumars, look, completely lost. This double team has him completely flustered. Don't believe that for a second. I'm telling you, you were panicking. Dumars, do something. He chucks it to Rodman, who's in the corner. <laughs> not that. <laughs> yes, and he said, don't, not, don't you shoot it. There's three seconds in the shot clock. Mm. Rodman overhand passes it across the baseline to baseline. How many people's heads did it go through? 13. <laughs> okay. It went through us. We were in the skybox. <laughs> on three on the shot clock, the ball travels through the sky. Uh-oh, who's there? Who's getting it? At the other baseline who's there? is a waiting and hungry Michael Jordan. Oh, yeah. Bang, bang. That's that Bulls connection, right? Was that the Dumas to Robman Pistons and then the Robman oh, to Jordan right. Bulls connection? It's all part of the planning and the GM, you know? It's, Man, uh, okay. that final week really bailed you out. So now <laughs> MJ passes to him. It's 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 getting close. Barkley hit the rebound, the, the miss. He hit like that awful shot. Rodman to or Dumas to Rodman to MJ to three. Bang, bang. I, f- I foul. Like I foul someone. Like Why? It's just a, I don't know. <laughs> Why? I just fouled someone. Okay. I stopped the clock, and then Detlef gets the ball and yeah. he takes a three with twenty on the shot clock. Twenty. I have another picture for you. Are you ready? This is the shot that Marley took. Okay. There's there's a minute twenty seconds left. I'm up by three. Okay, you're showing me a photo on your phone. I'm showing you a photo. Fo- twenty seconds on the shot clock. Two people draped over him. <laughs> Hoisting. I noticed Shaq is fairly open <laughs> under the basket. <laughs> fairly open would be yeah. an understatement. Detlef blasts a three and misses. Now, this is an important thing because the phrase, this is ridiculous, gets uttered at least 65 times by me. I, was, I didn't say it. I, I, I was. <laughs> this is how I, I was presuming the game would go, yeah. Unfortunately, they hack KG... As soon as he gets the ball in the post with like 18 on the shot clock. Are you winning at this point? Yeah, I'm up by three. And you foul my players? Immediately. It's <laughs> a good strategy. It's all right. <laughs> Catch me off guard. I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. I foul KG who ices both free throws. He's just like, okay, stop the clock. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Shaq gets pissed and, you know. Did takes... I not immediately foul you at this No, point? of course not. <laughs> I, I, and I take another rush shot with Shaq. He gets it with like 13 on the clock and dumps it in. Thank you. He does get the basket. So it's like. Uh, I'm up by three again. So, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm 2-2. Then panic sets in. Some rotations are missed. The ball's being dribbled. We lose a guy in coverage. Someone in your team sets a screen that's actually used. And who hits a big three? I presume MJ again. Dumars. Oh, I remember that. Yep, I do remember that. I remember Joe Dumars hitting a big three at the end of that game. Big three. Yeah. To tie it at 116. I'm not joking. I'm getting a Joe Dumas jersey after this series. Get me one. <laughs> I'm a fan. So now we're in big trouble because you've hit now five for six from the three-point line in this quarter. In the last, like, three minutes, yeah. Yeah. The little last 30 seconds game clock, I guess, yeah. Do you remember how the final two possessions played out? The final score of this game was 118 to 116. You've, the comeback is complete. I when dude, I genuinely, I just, I just felt bad. <laughs> I can't, I felt... I was pacing. At one point, I said, I'm going to the bathroom. And then you came, you did. I, I came right back. I couldn't <laughs> bear to watch this meltdown from afar and hear you talking about it. Yeah. You get, I miss some shot. Some, you know, some Barkley loser shoots it. And then uh, the dream... Dribbles two or three times at the top of the key. He hit the game winner. 
Hit the game Dream winner. Dream hit the drink. It was like an elbow jump shot. Yeah, elbow jump shot. Yeah, I remember that. Hits it. Do you remember my final possession? Was it? Do you just dribble it out? <laughs> just dribble out the clock? I did. <laughs> I did get a shot off, which was surprising. Uh, no, what was it? Finley gets the ball at the top of the key. God damn it, Michael Finley. And he dribbles it around, bounces it up and down. He has. Shaq walks right up to him and he says, Give me the ball, Finley. I want the ball and I'm going to score. And Finley was like, I got this, big man. <laughs> did, he, did he got this? No. He, Shaq walks towards the front of the goal. He's wide open. Three guys converge on Finley and he just doinks. Game over. Comeback complete. Hey, I was in a dark place. Just how we drew it up defensively. It was tough. So at the end of the quarter, Garnett, shooting a ridiculous 14 from 19 from the field, had a 30 and 10 game. Mm. Jordan, 38. Another 38 from MJ. It's like a second 38-point game. 16 for 29 from the field. Rodman had six. Dumars, with the clutch three, reached double figures with 10. And Hakeem, with the game winner, 16. What a turnaround. My guys, again, Malone, 22. O'Neal, 27. Malone, Ghost. 22? Yeah, I mean, he always got about 18 to 20. Yeah, okay. Except for, you know, the other t- But he yeah. never ever was the main guy. Yeah. Uh, Ghost, seven. So... That one set the tone to end us on the weekend, and we, we said stop. And then three the next, one up, three one up, three one up. And you we have were... one more game in Kansas before we go back to Essex. Now the next weekend we were supposed to film, but I had a health check for my school, and they made me take that barium sulfate. And I said, I don't want you in my house if you're going to be shitting yourself. And I was like, I'm not going to shit from <laughs> drinking barium sulfate. Well, they give you a laxative. Oh, yeah. I, I, I did the same health check a little while ago. I did not know that. And uh, it's funny because the laxative, like, so in, in Japan, if you work for a company, legally, you have to have a health check once a year. You which must. I, which is pretty cool, actually, because yeah. in the UK, often if people get something really bad, they find out far too late. So Pete did it. And I think once you hit 35, 35. they do the thing where you drink, what is it called, sorry? barium sulfate and then it's kind of cool because barium because you hold on to this little thing and they spin you around in a circle they make you do road you, so you chug this milkshake and of, you, it's hard to keep down isn't it you really want to burp yeah you really and wanna, you can't no. like they say you don't do this because it'll mess up the thing it inflates your esophagus so they can take clear pictures yeah it's a very milky kind of it's disgusting yeah and uh and basically they spin you around they take photos of your stomach and uh, x-rays and, and they can see that nothing's going on in there but you have to get it out of your system. What? And I remember when I had it, I remember when I had it, um, they give you this little laxative and they say, okay, this will come into effect in about, I don't know, six hours or whatever. And I remember when it did come into effect, <laughs> I needed to be close to a toilet. So yeah, we took, anyway. We took a week off. We took a week off. Don't, I mean, you should take barium sulfate. You should get routine health checks. Yeah. But don't record podcasts when you're under the gun. No. So game four, five, yes, five. five. Game five was actually today. That this was morning. Right. That I was came this to, morning. I came to your house. Thank you very much. Sure. Because you've been so graciously getting all the stats so far, I looked at our Twitch stream as you're on your way over here this evening, and I've got the stats for Game 5. Oh, great. What do you remember about this morning's game? <laughs> well, I think, t- t- you know, it's weird. This was my favorite game that we played. Today's game actually felt like a real game of basketball. It was What? Ne- it was neck and neck. Yeah, it was neck and neck. That part through. was fine, but I'd say more goofy things happened in this game. Robert Parrish was killed at one point. <laughs> Shaq decided to kill Robert Parrish. <laughs> and he did get fouled, I guess. Yeah. I mean, he gave the ball. 
there was also like a weird time where you decided to just give the ball to me and call a timeout. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, there was another time where the ghost of Dan Marley jumped in the air and didn't have a choice to shoot it, so he just handed Gave it, it to, to Rodman. This is what happens when you leave a, a computer from 20 years ago on for two weeks. Yeah, uh, I <laughs> think it, it started to break down. Uh, there was one thing before. Can I? Be- yep. I did make a substitution, a big change. Change to the starting lineup. It was my reserve, actually. I, I jettisoned Barkley to the outer space. So what we, we, we're not still not entirely sure, but what we thought might be the case is actually the order of players you have on your bench might um, have an impact on whether or not the computer subs them in, and it seems that it, it does. It was, yeah. yeah. So originally, Baker and uh, Kemp were at the bottom. So and they never saw the court, no. basically. And, and Dennis Scott and Vlade Divac. I was being so pissed off by Kevin Garnett. I thought it's time to shake it up. Barkley's a Charles bit small. Barkley's not doing shit. No, he's totally pointless. I'll bring in Kemp, who is a big body. He's a big boy. <laughs> he was a very big boy. And he had like the, the huge muscles. This looked like the um, post Sonics Kemp. Yeah, <laughs> was it Cavs? Was the Andre where he's Miller just an absolute unit. Anyway, anyway, I brought him into the reserve point. So when Malone needs a breather, Kemp would come in and be the Rain Man and bring yeah. me back. Mm. So. Do you want me to... So I've got some stats. I, I can't give the full rundown as eloquently as you just did, but I can give you some stats. So quarter one. Okay. How do you remember quarter one? Do you, in the quarter one, do you, have a, do you have a recollection? I think you were up by five or six. I was up by 11, actually. Oh, boy. 29-18 at the end of quarter 18? one. 18? What? Is that the lowest scoring quarter? No, I meant to mention this. You have the distinction of the lowest scoring quarter. Is that, that when 13? I went six minutes and without, without scoring? scoring? Okay. Yeah. So all I've got is the quarter breakdowns and then the total points. So let's go for each quarter. Or do you want to say anything about the actual... In quarter one? Like like what happened? Yeah, do you remember? No, uh, I think it was your stand. At this point, we knew what to expect. At the beginning of the game, Shaq would have like six or seven. Kevin Garnett would have ten or twelve. Yeah, and it would just be kind of like that's what happens. Okay, so twenty nine eighteen. Eighteen. That's terrible. Second quarter. Twenty six twenty three to me again. So I've built that lead up a little bit more. Fifty five forty one. Mm hmm. Okay, 14. Uh, so it wasn't looking good for the Blockers at that point. Yeah, and I think at this point we'd established uh, after four games, we never really had any fear when you went down the court. We always felt like it's probably going to be a bucket. Well, look, I I don't know if I've said this already, but I will admit, Kevin Garnett, as good as he is, and he is one of the best power forwards of all time, he was better than he should have been in this game. And it yeah. probably is because he's the cover star. We'll, we'll talk about that. But there was a massive consistency. And if Kevin Garnett got the ball in the post, there's a very high chance he was going to score. And I think and also when Jordan touched the ball, he may miss. He often missed. But like yeah. the threat of him having it, I never wanted it in his hands. Yeah. And I felt like Joe Dumars was just never making mistakes. Joe Dumars today, I noticed, was double teamed literally every time he was bringing the ball up. Which... I don't know what Whoopi Goldberg was thinking as your coach because that left someone open. I know. You don't need to double Joe Dumas when he's not even across the half court. I, I don't know. Yeah, but like anyway, quiet, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, double um, teaming was a major thing. What third quarter scores, what do you think? Third quarter. Not the total, just the third quarter only. What I was, think I had a bit of a run and I had like a 33 to 29. Not bad, better than that. 21 to 30. A nine point. You had a nine point. You had a nine point. Yeah, rate. I felt like this is it. Let's get back. And then... What's the total score then? The final game? No, of this... After three. Oh, 
God. I didn't you didn't calculate this. 29 thing. plus 26 plus 21, 40, 68, uh, 60, okay, 9, 70, 76 for me. Okay. You, 18, 23, 30, so 53, 71. 76 to 71. So pretty close. Going into the, a, a closeout game, potentially. 76, 71. Five-point yeah. deficit. Five-point deficit. Fourth quarter? <laughs> 33 apiece. Ah, now it's, you're kind of burying the lead because this was a really close quarter, actually. Well, it's tied, yeah. We, we. Well, I know that you were leading after three, so if it's 33 apiece, then you've, you've told the people that the yes well, is jammed. We, we have to get to it at some point, but yes, I, <laughs> I, I won. I won. Do you want a little breakdown of scores? Who was your top scorer in the final game? I would have to guess it's Shaq. It was Shaq. Do you, do you want to guess how much he had? 28. 26. Well yep. done. Second? Uh, Drexler. Who, after game one, became very consistent. He shot a lot, but he yeah, scored a lot. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, we've got... Oh, this will be the posting, but yeah, Drexler okay. was like 22 or something. 20? Yeah, I was off by two on both those guys. Who did you have? Anyone else? Of, Malone's of no? usually my third scorer. No, you had someone come off the bench who was really good. Off the bench? Yeah, 17 points. Oh, Matumbo. Dikimbi was just yeah, he was dunking huge. all over fools today. He was great throughout. He was a good force. Okay, how about me? My top scorer? Got Kevin Garnett. MVP of the game, 34 and 9. Yep, that's Kevin Garnett. Yeah, okay, and MJ had twenty-five. So, so there was one thing though that I that we're missing that I really liked. It was tied ninety-two all. Oh, is this the incident that changed the game? Yeah, where a man died in the like court of Ro- battle. Robert Parrish. So Robert Parrish, who was a huge, I think that you didn't give him his credit for this particular game. Can, he, can we just take a moment for Robert Parrish? <laughs> rest in peace. <laughs> so, um, Robert Parrish in game one for me was huge. He came off the bench. In the following games, he wasn't very good. No, he good. wasn't. He was. He was horrible. However, in this game. He really steadied the ship. He did. He came off the bench for a large one, and he really, nothing flashy, he beat the job. Matombo, similarly for you, when Shaq was out, it was like having Shaq back in because Matombo was dunking all over people in this game. I think inconsistent, I mean, like, uh, from the center position, I definitely won the matchup, like, throughout the five games. A large one was disappointing for me, yeah. Yeah, he was not very good, and I think it couldn't capture his his mid-range game very well. But, um... But the game was tied 92 to 92 <laughs> with like two or three minutes to go. One of the most bizarre sequences I've ever seen happen. Shaq threw the ball square. <laughs> On Shaq a threw the ball. Well, he had the ball. It was like, it was, it was, it was a fast break. Yeah. And then you give it to Shaq. And I, I it, what I imagine Shaq would do in this, because in this, it, it was a break, it was a fast break, but we had Parrish back. So yeah. I would imagine that Shaq gets the ball Bodies up to Robert Parrish. One dribble. One Barry's drop step, power bounce, bang. That's it. Instead, <laughs> he just threw the ball in his face. That's hard. <laughs> he literally could. killed him. Um, and then I got the ball back for some reason. Yeah, so, I, it, well, there's a couple of things I'm curious about. Yeah. I've watched the replay. Yeah. It's inconclusive. Yeah. He does like an overhead pass as hard as possible right off of the face of Robert Parrish. Was he even passing to anyone or was it literally... He was just mad. <laughs> because it took a miracle to get... It was a Jordan and a Kevin Garnett like miss. And we finally got a rebound. And well, let, let me just add, you hadn't been leading at any point in this at game. At all. And it had always been like this five, six point thing yep, that, five, you, six you, points. that you couldn't break. Nope. And then you tied it in the fourth quarter. And I honestly thought, here we go. I had the luck of the last one. This is how the system's going to do it. It's going to be, oh, it's such an easy game. But then right at the last minute, it snatches it away from you. And I thought genuinely the only time you're going to be leading was right at the end of the game. And it was still kind Shaq of Shaq had other ideas. Shaq, so he takes the ball. He slams it so hard off of Robert Parrish's head that it makes the sound as if it hit a backboard. 
it makes like a bow. Why did I get the ball back? Did they? And just... then the ball, after hitting his face, careens out of bounds, like thirty-five feet away, <laughs> and it says, "Jammer's ball." I think it also hit someone in the crowd and did some permanent it's damage. Three or four too. people died in one pass. I, I've never seen anything like it, and it was so chaotic. And Shaq seemed so unapologetic. They called a timeout. Parrish was sent to the ICU. Parrish was Air stretched off. The, <laughs> they had to use a blanket. It was quite distressing for everyone involved. Yeah. <laughs> and then two or three people came in, and it was it was a nightmare. And from that, we played well blockers basketball. We started making uncharacteristic mistakes. And we started doing terrible shots. Do you know who didn't make mistakes? Who's that? Michael Jordan. I'm just going to give a quick rundown of the total scores, okay? Okay, sure. For game game uh, game four, okay. Shaq 26, Malone eight. Disappointing. That's terrible. Marley 15 because he came up big. He had like he had some two triples. or three big threes. At well, the, the end. game actually was still some. It was, there was still some. It was fraught with uh, excitement because you could not put us away fully. No. And I kept hitting threes to keep it within. Marley you know, hit, I think, three in the fourth, probably. Yeah, I think two or three big ones. Yeah. Drexler 20, Kid 10, but a lot of assists. Matombo 17 off the bench. The game changer, Sean Kemp. Uh, two? Two points. Yep, that's not bad. Um, Det- Barkley numbers. Detlef zero. Of uh, course. On my team, a large one, 12. Not bad. Not bad. You'd want About more, what you got but, from him. But that's what we came to expect. KG, 34 points, the cover boy. Uh, Rodman, 2. MJ, 25. Joe Dumas, 11. C-Web, 8. Parrish, Rest in peace. Eight. Uh, Reggie Miller, seven hit a couple of threes. I think that the Parish eight were the big eight. The big dog came on and scored two. Then oh, probably. Nice it what, was... a fun, what a fun okay. little series we had. It was. And first of all, on the record, mm. congratulations to you Thank on you a, a hard fought victory. Thank you very much. You won. I do not dispute that I lost. And I feel like this game did not accurately represent what how it would play out. But I think even in a real games you don't think Shaq would have killed Robert Parrish no. in real life <laughs> I think he might have I, I do but I think that it's totally foreseeable to me that you would win 4-1 or, or 4-2 like I, I don't think you winning is a travesty at any at any point um, it was so much fun to like watch the games and be invested and what did you think about the experience of, of simulating them and, and having that stuff I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think it was, um, you know, we started this. We, we just wanted we wanted something else to do, something safe where we didn't have to go to bars and we thought, why not record it? And and, and it turned out to be something really, really fun, something that genuinely my favorite part of the week was coming here and recording this. And Absolutely. Even if we didn't record it, it would have been fun to do. Let's be honest, it's luck of the draw. But actually seeing the players you put together play each other in this, this game is really fun. It's it, fun. It it's great fun. fun. And like I said, win or lose, it doesn't really matter. It does to me. It does because you have to wear my... <laughs> Pippin jersey. Tiny Scotty Pippin jersey, and that's going to be hilarious. But if I could change anything... Mm-hmm. I, like I said, I think... The format was great. Like, I'd love to do this again. We we are going to do a season two. We'll talk about that in a second. For the video game simulations, just to make it a little bit more interesting, when we do season two, mm-hmm. regardless of whether we do it on a more modern system or we do it on a another PlayStation, who knows? We'll talk about that later. But I, I think it would be great if we could control the subs. Yeah, that's, that's a necessary change. I think that because part of the fun that we had is assembling the team. Yeah. And we debated, like matchups like yeah. that was a thing and not, to not have any control over that at all we need to be pat riley's and doc rivers we yeah need to, we need, we to, need have... to be the president head coach gm all in one and i i'm curious like it, it, 
it definitely would have had a different effect on the game to like in game one when Detlef shot 14 times <laughs> I would have probably hooked him in like the second quarter and been like alright Marley you're in yeah it would have changed it absolutely it or Barkley I might try some, you never know but like we didn't get a chance to do that um like I said, I'm glad that it's. I'm glad we did this, and you did beat me. I totally concede that. There was two things I would change. Kevin Garnett was busted. He was just so freaking busted. And if MVP you, of the series? Absolutely. Okay. I think it would be him or Jordan, and I think that the only thing that separates the two is Jordan had two bad games. He had yeah. game one and KG game. KG was always good. Always good, and he yeah. shot an insane amount from the field, like seventy to eighty to ninety percent. And uh, the the two things I would change, one is um, I don't think it was wise for me to edit the stats by myself for two reasons. Mm. One is I felt under – I didn't want to, like, cheat anybody. So I'm not saying, like, I made your guys better, but I made sure to be, like – No, and I appreciate that. I appreciate that it must have been difficult seeing, like, Kevin Garnett destroying people and then thinking maybe I should have – down maybe I should have and, yeah. and yeah fair play to you and, you, know, you you did all that and I in like guys like Rodman or, or Dumars who I had to create from scratch were mm. really challenging because I based most of my stats off of NBA 2K21 stats they have like a yeah. uh, they have like a database mm. however those stats don't really correlate with the stats that are in this game for sure yeah. so one of the things that I would change now knowing what I know is in the all-time rankings of some of these players their offensive and defensive consistencies in like NBA 2K21 are like 98s. Yeah. I think it made them a little too consistent on on some of these guys. Like yeah. there was uh and that was tough and also guys like Rodman, the original implementation of his stats from NBA 2K, he was like a 73 overall. Mm. And I was like that's not Rodman. Mm. So I had to give his intangibles a big boost and I didn't want to be like, well, Dumars doesn't really have like a defensive setting on this game but i'll boost these other things to simulate what i feel would be defensive hmm. like quickness or agility and then on my guys i aired more on the side of caution where i was like well i don't want to abuse it although i did make kid a 92 he was the goddamn best point guard in the game he was like the fourth best player who do you think scored the most points in the series kevin gunnett no michael jordan it was michael jordan by one point he scored 143 points to Kevin Garnett's 142. So, yeah, it was about 28, 29 a game. Shaq was the third leading scorer with 131 total. Consistent. That was um, that was disappointing, I felt. Like, even my big guys and my power forwards, all the size I had was neutered by Kevin Garnett, unfortunately. He was better than Shaq in any position. He had more boards throughout the every game than Shaq. Mm. Sometimes Shaquille had one rebound a game. Yeah. Dumars killed kid. Absolutely won that point guard battle. I would say Tim Hardaway killed Jason Kidd. <laughs> I, everybody. Damon Stoudemire. <laughs> yeah. Jason Kidd was exposed. Okay. Okay. What I would like from you. Yeah. I'm going to read off the players on my team. Okay. And for each of them. Yeah. I would like a three-word report on their participation okay. of this series. Okay. You ready okay. for this? Joe Dumars. Best guard ever. Michael Jordan. Also a guard. <laughs> yeah. Best point. Yeah. Um, scoring assassin badass. There you go. Dennis Rodman. Elite lost at bazookas is four words. Can I say lost at bazookas? You can hyphenate. Club? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So lost at bazooka strip club. There you go. Kevin Garnett. Broken. Glitch. Fucking glitch. <laughs> okay. Hakeem Olajuwon. 
Not quite dream. Tim Hardaway. Side fade three. <laughs> Richard Miller. Who is that? Glenn Robinson. Ian must kill. <laughs> Chris Webber. Not so bad. Robert Parrish. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rest in peace. Vlade Divac. Wish I saw. Dennis Scott. Fan of pod. Would you like to return the favor? <laughs> yeah. All right. You ready? I will return the favor. Do you want me to go through your players or mine? No, no. Okay. You're, you're your team. Jason Kidd. Utter fucking gash. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're better at this than I was. <laughs> Clyde Drexler. Your best guard. Detlef Shrimp. Your worst guard. <laughs> no, he's <laughs> a forward. Um, loves to hoist. Loves to hoist. Carl Malone. Didn't quite deliver. Yeah, should have scored more would be my three point. Should have scored more. Shaquille O'Neal. I was going for the whole mailman. Yeah, I got it. That's that. right. Shaquille O'Neal. Killed a man. <laughs> <laughs> Damon Stoudemire. Most ridiculous shot. Most ridiculous shot. Michael Finley. Can that be most ridiculous shot, please? <laughs> okay, go ahead. Michael Finley. Absolutely not shy. <laughs> no, he's not. Thunder Dan Marley. Even less shy. <laughs> I thought he played well. Charles Barkley. Did he play? He did for four games, so I sent him to the shadow realm. Dikembe Mutombo. Bench stud man. Bench stud man. Sean Kemp. Loves a pie. (laughs) I'd like to point out one thing very quickly. If you watch game five, which you shouldn't, it's heartbreaking. I sub they finally sub in Sean Kemp and Kevin Garnett's in the game. It was the moment we all this is the Charles Barkley's underperformed. Bring in Sean Kemp. And Come I on, said, Sean. I said, this is what I've been waiting for. A yeah. big body the to crowd, D him the up. The crowd demanded it. The Kansas City crowd demanded it. And Kevin Garnett takes two dribbles, <laughs> turns around in his face, and shoots an eighteen footer. Kemp does not leave the floor. I don't think Kemp could leave the floor in this current implementation. <laughs> he was stuck to the ground. He didn't even put a hand up. Nah. And of course Garnett just swished it. Nah. Um, and finally, Vin the Baker Baker. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Is he? I don't know. Actually, probably dead. <laughs> Lost in Essex, buried in cornfield. Yeah. Okay, um, so I think we could obviously we could talk about this series forever it, and ever. Yeah, so it was it was great fun. Hats off to you. You are the champion. Thank we will you. post the pictures. And if you want to, if you really want to see the depths of human depression and madness and rage, go watch the Twitch stream. You'll see sore winners, you'll see sore losers, you'll see arguing, you'll see Ian death glares, you'll see, you'll see me blame every deity known to man and say it's unfair as we shake our fists at the heavens. Yeah, ridiculous. But it's fun because we cared. It is. And the fans cared. Everyone who watched, thank you for living and dying. Lots of KG banter. Yeah. Lots of people upset at the jammers. But yeah, you know what everyone. they can't say? What's that? You've got a ring. They, I mean, they can't say give it back. That you're a champion now, forever. Well, it's chiseled in. Although you have a chance to redeem yourself. I do? You do. How so? Let's talk about that. We are happy to announce we're going to do a season two. Woo! We are using... Can we announce it finally? Finally we can. Season 99, 2000. 95, 96 was good. We had upper deck cars with Michael Jordan on the cover. We knew they meant business. Yeah. Who's the cover star? Someone equally good, presumably. Keith Van Horn. It was a player. Was he? I think he made the team. KVH. KVH. I remember him well. No, so we have... Um, so, season two. By the way, if you've made it through to this point in the podcast, well done. It's been fun. Well Bye. done. Well done. Of us, of us moaning about our teams for the last... <laughs> no. But if you've made it this far, thank you very much. 
we are a couple of things for season two. So we were talking about this and we want to make season two more interactive. So firstly, massive thank you to everyone who really took an interest in this. My, I know my friends, Ricky, Darren, Saru, your friends, Aaron, Chris, and Jeff, Jeff oh, everybody. And, yeah. Like, yeah, we have t- many people couldn't be named. Jason. Yeah. And, yeah. Thank you so much. But what we want to do is for season two, we want to make it a bit more interactive. So we won't go into it in too much detail now, but in a nutshell, what we are suggesting is in about a week or so, I'm going to put a Discord server on our website, magiconthablacktop.com. So it's basically a forum. And within that forum, before we start season two... I think I think we're going to give it about a month. About a month, okay. Yeah. About a month, we're going to start season season two. We're going to use 99, 2000 cards. And what we'd like to do is, for every anyone who wants to, you know, kind of get a bit more involved with it, we'd like you just to create an account on the forum post in there and we're going to ask you to come up with your team name and each week while we open packs a week in advance we want you to say okay this week i'm going to open i'm, I'm on pete's pack or i'm i'm I, i'm choosing ian's pack and while we open the packs and we talk about them you get to choose a player from each of the cards so hopefully after 10 weeks it's only 10 weeks this time not 12 weeks there's there's 10 roster spots no wild cards in season two we, yeah but I would, it would be amazing if the people listening as well could feel like they're building their own team as well. And yeah. I would love to have this final playoff series where people who listen to the podcast go against each other. Again, we don't, we're not going to go into too much detail now. How are we going to make those, you know, who wins which game match up and a thing like that? But I think it would be really, really fun if the people listening get the chance to build their own team as well. And we'll talk about it each week with the current teams. Yeah. And, like, yeah. and listen, scumbags, you had enough to say about me drafting who I picked. <laughs> Why didn't you take John Stockton? You could pass it to Carmelone. Whoops. Well, let's see what you do with a GM hat. Let me judge your bad picks. So like Ian said, what I think is most exciting about this podcast is that we do get to interact with, right now it's our friends and some really cool people I've met throughout the way. But Well, um... Oh, Sherelle Ford. Like Sherelle Ford. He's on my short list of guests. (laughs) He hasn't replied yet. Um, But the idea is, is that, like he said... Choosing a pack preemptively, and you could choose my pack every week, or you could do three weeks of Peter's, then switch to Ian's. The idea is that we have different teams, different decisions, and it would be so much fun to have a Discord, not only related to the drafting, but to talk about each episode. Ian and I can get involved. It's a bit easier than Instagram messages. Yeah. So we're really excited to share this with you, and it'll be about a month, and we're going to try to fix, shore up some of our own little networking issues and, and how to do better job at media and promotion this thing we're proud of the pod absolutely it's great fun and i just cannot wait to kill all these fools <laughs> who think they know basketball better than me even though i lost 4-1 and i guess key thing to point out about the second season of us doing it is whereas season one we were looking at a player kind of throughout their whole career and trying to get a good image of what they meant to basketball almost like kind of things like the icons of the 90s exactly whereas the second season we're going to be looking at them so we said it's going to be 99 2000 cards yeah the player we pick it will be the version of that player up until that point right so So for example you might not want to pick someone who was a rookie the year before because they're still not proven although they go on to become an amazing player instead of me saying 10 time all defensive player of the year six time mvp six-time finals MVP, I'd be like, hey, Ian, remember uh, Allen Iverson? And you're like, yes. And I'm like, well, he has a couple of all-star game appearances. He's on the Sixers. 
Do you want to take him? Basically. Imagine we transport ourselves back to high school. Okay. And I say like, hey, my friends and I are starting a, an NBA fantasy team draft. Do you want to be a team? And you say, the Essex Jammers always yeah. want a part. I say, okay, we'll meet on Saturday at my house. All players are available. Let's pick and see who makes the best team. Okay. We don't know how they'll do. Okay. You want Kobe? Take him. So we're basing players on what their predictions were, how good they would be in the 99-2000s. Right. And we have some, okay. luckily for us, we have some stats available to us. We okay. have the back of the cards. Yep. We have our memory. And we have a bunch of fools online who think they know better than we do. So I guess the, the, how it would, I know we always talk about it, but the, re, the a good example of how that would differ from this year is that I would never have picked Robert Parrish if that was the case because it would be looking at Robert Parrish right at the end of his career. Whereas this season we did it, season one, it was Robert Parrish kind of as a whole, as an icon. And yeah, that's why he's, I had that's to take good. him from the all 80s team. <laughs> or it would be like, uh, there are certain players though that I would still take even in, their late primes like mm. if they were you know it would have been really interesting to evaluate players not based on of course we know that michael jordan reggie miller are good but maybe dana barros would have been a more you know better pick than some of the guys we had almost certainly better than jason Kidd. yeah um oh god as always thank you for listening and then keep an eye out like i said go to the website magiconetheblacktop.com in about a week and there should be a tab saying forum please sign up we'll message people we know individually but hopefully we can get a group of i don't know just a, just a group of people who listen each week build their own teams and i think that will make it even more fun yeah and i'll set up a discord and uh or we can i i think i know how i've been researching it gosh we're so old we still like forums and things yeah. to talk about. But we, I will try to create a Discord and with the Magic on the Blacktop section. And uh, all my friends already have accounts, so they can just already just join it freely. We're good to go. Fantastic. Well, I, it's been a pleasure, Peter. Shut up. The last few months. I hate you. I'm sorry, KG was so dominant. You really? won. This series is, goes to you. You yeah. are the champion of season one. The inaugural season. Okay. Got to think of some new nicknames. I don't want to <laughs> include that. Well, Ian, congratulations to you, and thanks to everyone for listening. I'm going to go cry. Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Cross-court.